Hello, besties. How are you today? We are going to be talking about the new episode of Southern Hospitality. This show is coming in hot. And when I talk about hot, I'm not only talking about how hot the cast is, because let's be honest, every single one of them is like extremely hot. Every single one of them. Uh, I'm talking about the drama. From the first episode, we are being fed. We have been fed with drama and friendship. And this is why I like this show. I like when Bravo gets it right. We have a great cast. We have a great show. And I love Leva as a, a boss. Uh, the way that she is dealing with the drama and how she's navigating all this issue between the cast. And we see that from the moment that this episode starts. She is bringing back Mikhail to work at Republic. And we see the tension between, you know, everybody. It's a really tense scene because it seems to be like there is a division between the staff. And on one side, we have TJ, Will. Um, Joe also falls into that group. And on the other side, we have Mikhail. Um, we have a grace to right in the middle. We have, you know, Maddie and Mia and Emmy, you know, like they have this dynamics that I'm really intrigued and really happy that is happening. So as soon as Mikhail comes back, we see the tension, especially between him and TJ. There has to be more than just what we had seen so far to um, know exactly where this really awkward kind of like pushing Mikhail out of Republic, you know, vibe that TJ is giving me. But I'm going to be honest. I think that TJ is coming from the perspective that he wants to be part of the hospitality business. A lot of people who work in restaurants don't see those jobs as their career. And, um, most people who go into the hospitality business go in as like the stepping stone to the next step on their career. On one of the confessionals, TJ mentioned that he is, um, this, you know, he is committed to become part of the hospitality business in South Carolina, in Charleston specifically. So I can see why he think that Mikel and also Grace are not taking their job seriously. But we have to remember one thing. Just because some people don't show the same kind of interest or are vocal about their interest on a position doesn't mean that they're not serious about their job. And Mikhail and Grace are invested in their positions in different ways. And um, I'm not a big fan of work environment trouble because you go into these places pretty much every single day and the people you work with become actually your friends. Yeah, we they are co-workers, but if you see their social media, if you check their Instagrams, if you check their interactions in social media, you can tell that they actually know each other for a long time. And I can see how uh, maybe TJ is not getting the same commitment level that he sees himself 
into the hospitality business versus what he see uh, Mikael and Grace in. I mean, I don't blame him. I would be upset too. I actually tweeted last night that um, I remember when I told my mother that I wanted that I wanted to go into filmmaking, and she's a lawyer, so for her that was a joke. Some people take hospitality business as a joke, and I'm not talking about the people in the show. I'm not talking about Mikael and Grace. I'm not talking about anybody involved in the show. I'm talking outside the show. A lot of people look into hospitality as, okay, these are just people who go into it because they are in college to pay college and survive, or because they're in high school trying to figure out what to do with their lives. Nobody sees somebody in the hospitality business as somebody who's planning to build a business for themselves, unless you are the, the restaurant owner or the hotel owner or somebody, a CEO in a hotel chain, you know. So, TJ, I understand your frustration, but maybe tone it down. Maybe step back and, you know, and take a moment because not everybody's going to read your, you know, commitment to hospitality as the reasoning behind, you know, your feelings towards Mikael and Grace. And I don't, and I, I will not like, you know, the viewers to have a misunderstanding of your perspective. But I like you. I, I like TJ. Um, TJ is, you know, he's openly gay. So that is that is a plus. That is a plus, plus, plus. And I'm going to say why. Because even though Bravo is a very LGBTQIA-friendly channel, it's very rare to find cast members who are openly gay as like part of like the main cast. Yeah, usually they have a friend position or like, you know, like in the housewife, they bring their gay friends to be around or, you know, we see that all the time, but specifically shows that are not, you know, like stereotypically focused towards the gay community, like Project Runway. You know, we see the winners and it's a competition. So the the ability to bring diversity into those shows is different because it's a competition and, you know, it's fashion and, and you know, it's well known that uh, most of like the biggest designers, you know, are part of the LGBTQIA community because we are talented bitches. We are talented people. Yeah, that's what happens when you are suppressed most of your, you know, life. You develop talents because that's the only source of expression. So when half of the society is telling you to stay in the closet, you figure out, you find out how to express it. And that's also part of this episode, you guys. We have Mikel, who I absolutely love. I think he is one of those people that you just know is a positive ball of energy. Just by the, the energy that he radiates, you know, through the to the show. Like I'm watching the show and I when I watch his confessionals, I can tell that he's a great person. And last night's episode, we find out that he has been living two lives. 
he is a closeted gay person, bisexual person. I'm trying to understand his journey because when he was talking to his friend, he said, like, I'm confused because I can, you know, I like girls, I like men. So I'm trying, he's trying to open up. He's trying to find himself. But what I think is very important is like the visibility that his story brings to um, to nowadays society. And I'm saying it because he is a religious man. He comes from a church in the South and he's a black man. Those are layers, many layers, you know, that if you start picking one by one, you understand that, you know, the connection between them, it's a different journey. And he's doing all those journeys on his own. Visibility is important. The South, I mean, we all know, I mean, it's not a secret. The South is still very, you know, not pro-LGBTQIA people. I'm not saying that everybody in the South is homophobic. That's a stereotypical uh, generalization of the South. I have very good friends from the South. I have a lot of them, you know, straight and gay and LGBTQIA members who are from the South, who live in the South. And they haven't, and they haven't left the South. So for Bravo to, you know, to bring that to our TVs and showcase his journey in a society that, you know, religious people are very conservative. Uh, and it might have been really scared to share this experience and these feelings with somebody who's very close. In the, in the episode, we see him, you know, opening up to his best friend from the church. Um, Maddie said, like, if he doesn't like you for who you are, then it's not worth it. And I appreciate that. I appreciate the support. Because when you are trying to find yourself in society, you need friends. You need a support system. Even if it's just one person, even if it's just one person telling you, you it's okay. I got you. And if people don't like you for who you are, I'm here for you. I loved that scene between them you know, getting the nails done and how Maddie was very supportive. So moving forward into the scene with his friend, we see the perfect reaction of a true friend. When I opened up to the few people that I actually told that I was gay when I first came out, that kind of happened. There was a moment of silence that I noticed on the show too. So I, that's why I can connect and I understand Mikhail in that level. There was, a, there was a small silence because people are trying to process their right words to say. And you have to allow them to, to do that. You have to allow them to process the new information because, I mean, it, it, it's, 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 it's not easy from both sides. And it's not easy to open up. And sometimes you just don't want to say the wrong thing. You know, as the person who, who you're telling to, that person doesn't want to say the wrong thing if they truly love you. But after that silence, it came that, Mikhail, you are not just my best friend, you are my family, and I love you for who you are, and my family love you for who you are. You have a family in us. 
perfection. And I'm so happy for Mikhail that he has the support system, specifically in the South. I'm talking about people who live in a very conservative environment, in a church environment. And a lot of people think that it's easy when you are part of a church to um, de- like separate yourself from it if they don't accept you for who you are. A lot of people truly love to be part of that community, truly love to be part of a church environment because it's a sense of love and community. And I think that's what makes some people very afraid to come out if they are part of the church. The fear of being rejected by the community that they actually truly love. So all those layers, like I was saying before, is important. And it's in, in the last layer, but the one of like, you know, important, one of the most important part is that he's a black man too. And I'm not going to talk about his experience as, as a black man because I'm not one. And I don't have the right and I, I, I can't speak on it. But that's something that we will watch on the show. You know, and, you know, the whole story, the whole history of the South is all attached to that moment. It's, you know, history. If you know history, you know what I'm talking about. So I wanted to watch the show because it's important for people to watch the experience of people from different races when it comes to their sexuality and their personal journey. Most of the people on TV, and I'm saying this because I'm a a gay man, when we watch shows that showcase a member of the LGBTQIA community, specifically when it comes to come out stories, the media tends to highlight whiteness. You know, we watch movies and, you know, even the main characters, you know, are white and it's a white story of, you know, of them coming out. And those are different experiences from a black man from the South. So having that visibility on TV is very important. And I applaud South uh, Southern Hospitality for doing so and giving Mikhail the platform to tell his story. And I hope, I really hope that maybe that experience bring TJ and Mikhail closer in the show because, you know, we got to support each other. We, we If we know that somebody is, you know, making those steps forward to be part of society with their true self, we should be able to support because we have gone through the same experience in some level. Either finding ourselves or um, a fam- or accepting how family react towards our true self. And that's a very important conversation to have. Then, on a fun, fun part, I, I'm, I'm obsessed with Grace. I'm obsessed with Grace, and God knows that if I met her in person, we will be besties because she is, you know, so confident and so fun. I love a girl who can joke about herself, who takes herself seriously, but can also make fun little, little jokes 
and laugh and have a good time. I remember in, uh, when she was talking about how many men she has slept and she showed the phone with a whole list of guys. I'm thinking to myself, hmm, that is good because if I try to make that list, I don't think it will fit my whole entire phone because like Lisa Barlow said, Meredith slept with half of New York. And when she said that, I was like, girl, you are reading me, please. Why are you reading me so hard? <laughs> Meredith, fuck half of New York. Yes, me too. <laughs> uh, I, 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 you know, early 20s, gay man in the city, single, trust me. The list is very long. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy to, to see her having a good time with that confessional. And we also saw her training with Brad. Oh, Brad's like, stop. They're all so good looking. I need Brad to train me. Because he was saying that um, is he, he he told I'm gonna have to try to find this because it's really funny. Uh, I saved it on my phone. It's the perfect it's the perfect motivation to do your squats, you guys. It's the perfect because like honestly, you work out to feel good, and if you don't feel good about your body while you're working out, you feel sexy. You're doing it wrong. I'm just joking. No, just work out because you really need to and it's healthy and it's good for you and it's important to work out. But there was a moment that I was cracking up in last night's episode when uh, Brad and, and, and Grace were working out together and he told her, if... Like, if the if the... I'm trying to remember because I think I lost it. If the ass doesn't giggle, or it was something about doing squat. I will find out and I will put it in the description. So far, you guys, how much are you loving this show? Leave me your comment section. I want to know. Subscribe. Subscribe to this channel. If the information that I'm giving you like. And because we're going to be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, honestly, I'm going to be recapping this show every week. Because it's fun. It's fun to watch. And like I said before, I'm obsessed with Grace. The way that she explained everything is hysterical. She's having issues with Maddie. For sure. Maddie is somebody that I appreciate from the get-go. Because she opened up about her journey being sober. In the first episode. And if you can see, I appreciate shows that give you a new story each episode where they introduce you or they show you a different layer to their cast members. You know, Maddie sh shared last week about her journey, you know, with alcohol and stuff and how she's been sober. Working in the restaurant environment, which I think it's incredible i give her so many props because it's such a tempting environment and then on the other hand last night we have michael you know sharing his experience as a black man in the south who's part of the church and he wanted to come out and be his true self to his best friend so he can start being himself to everybody in his circle you know of people and what a way to do it on national tv you guys i give him props 
because I, I, I no, that is, that is, that is difficult. That is not easy to know that your story is going to be shared to millions without knowing how they're going to react to your experience. So props to Mikel. I truly love this guy. And honestly, guys, just go watch it. You know, Maddie was having issues with Grace at this little place, like a, like a go-kart place. And they were having a, a little fun. They decided to go to that place. And it was awesome until, once again, TJ felt in some way about Grace's behavior. Yes, I totally get it. I totally get it, TJ. It was a family Based on what what I saw, in what they were explaining, it was a family environment place. So maybe the whole twerking was a little much. Not gonna lie. No, I see his perspective. I'm also, you know, when I there's kids around and whatever, I behave in some way. When there's no kids and there's no family. I'll be twerking and, and dropping it low and all the stuff. But when there's kids around, mm, maybe not the right place to be twerking. <laughs> and, you know, he felt in some way. And I'm happy that Grace decided to talk to him. She was the one who went and spoke to him and pulled him aside. And that interaction got heated. I'm not on TJ's side on the way that the conversation was going because he made a a left turn into how Grace liked her own, you know, Instagram post and how she liked to post all the time and how that doesn't represent Republic or, or, you know, Bubbles of Bourbon where she works at. And obviously she was higher by Leva because she has the understanding of social media and how she can you know, reach out to people. And that's part of being a host, a VIP host. You have, to, you have to put yourself out there so people feel comfortable with you. So that judginess behind it, maybe I should have, have a different conversation because there was already some vibes going on between them that they were not so great and he should have just stayed on the why this is not the right place to be twerking because he was right on that part i do believe that you know twerking in front of kids and stuff that's a little too much that's my personal opinion but the liking your instagram the way that you dress, the, the way that you act, that's nobody's business. And one thing that I don't like as a gay man myself is seeing other gay men trying to tell women how to behave. Like, let the women do what they want to do because that's part of, that's part of what we've been fighting for such a long time, which is equality. Equality is not just for the LGBTQIA community. Obviously, Yes, that's the foundation of it because we've been oppressed for decades, you know, and we want to make sure that society treats us equally by law. 
I don't care about religion. I don't, I'm not a religious person. I don't care if a Christian like me because the Bible. I don't care. It's like telling me that they don't like me because they read a, a Spider-Man comic. I, I don't care. I don't believe it. It's not my problem. But by law and by social standards. So Grace having a good time and the way that she dresses, if she travels, if she wears bikinis and she posts, that's, that's not an issue. That's a non-issue trying to be, make it a, an issue. So TJ took it there and I didn't like that part. So I'm like, I'm trying to play devil's advocate because I like them both. I think they are both great people. And I'm just trying to play the game where, you know, I'm trying to explain those who are watching this, the, the show how, you know, how feelings are playing in this conversation. And I'm 100% sure they're friends. I'm 100% sure that they hang out and they like each other. But the conversation as a whole was uh, it was a little uh, was a little much. Like some people on the internet on my tweet were saying that he was doing too much, and you know, especially towards the whole liking your Instagram post and whatever. So that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like I wish he made the comment just about hey, we are in a place with kids. It's a family friendly place. My advice to you will be, you know, don't behave that way as an advice. But feelings play and emotions play, and that's why reality TV is amazing, because we are following this show because it, it, it makes us feel stuff. And, you know, like, we are going to like a, a, a side of them, and then we're going to dislike another side of them, and that's how reality TV works. And I like a show when you don't have to actually like be like rooting for just one person. Every single person in this cast is great. Every single person in this cast is a human being with flaws and you know, qualities. And we are going to like their qualities and we are going to question their flaws because that's what we do as a viewer. That's why we watch Bravo because we will watch for the mess. Let's be honest. We like messy, messy shows. And... Brad was delivering with this show. It truly is. Please do not sleep on Southern hospitality. I'm telling you. I know we are used to the mess of housewives and we expect every single show on Bravo to be a housewife type of show. But not everybody has to go to jail to be interesting. Not everybody has to be uh, charged with crimes to be interesting sometimes it's good to watch a show where people from a restaurant is just having basic issues that we as humans go through every single day so go watch it honestly a great show a great cast leva is delivering as a boss i love everybody tj you know grace uh, joe uh, maddie Mikel. Uh, Emmy, Mia, who also dropped one of the funniest things when she said that she wanted to help Emmy if, you know, Trevor um, hurts Maddie and they're going to cut his cock and, they're gonna, and then Maddie said that she was going to saute with garlic and butter. I mean, amazing. And then she shared that she, her, the person she was talking to has an OnlyFans and he's making a lot of money living in Hawaii, jerking off and just, um, you know, surfing. Amazing. 
I won that live. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think I have the I don't have the confidence to have an OnlyFans myself. I don't have it. <laughs> um, I'm also married, so I'm going to leave it like that. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. The recap for Soy Hospitality Season 1, Episode 2 will be now also available on my podcast. If you're listening to my podcast, go on my YouTube so you can watch the actual video. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Subscribe to my podcast. Go like. Follow my Instagram and my Twitter where the true tea is spilled <laughs> daily, many, many, many times a day. And we will be back with more recaps. You know, there's many shows right now on Bravo that are recapping Family Karma. Um, we have the Potomac ladies. We have the Salt Lake City ladies. Miami is starting this Thursday, you guys. So there's more homework to do. <laughs> Winter House. And obviously, Southern Hospitality. Also, this week, I have two guests on Friday, on my weekly Friday uh, guest spots. Uh, first guest is the amazing, amazing Aja from Real Girlfriends in Paris. So if you have your questions, leave it in my comments. I'll be, you know, passing it to her and we will be answering all of them live. Also, I'm going to have Dakota at 6 p.m., you might know him as um, a very, very funny TikToker who makes amazing, amazing comment and uh, videos about living in the South and commentary about different um, restaurants. And it is really funny. I love Dakota and I'm excited to finally be talking to him because he got engaged on Watch What Happened Live. I think it was to, um, in 2018. So that means I'm bad at math, you guys. 2018 is four years. Well, it was four years ago. Yes. So you might know him as Print Fairy. Print Fairy on TikTok. And I'm sure you know who Dakota is. So yes, I'll be talking to him at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Friday. So yes, this Friday I have Aja at 4 p.m. and Dakota at 6 p.m. And trust me, there's going to be a lot of Bravo tea spilled. Dakota went to the Southern Hospitality premiere night in Charlotte at Republic. So we're going to spill that tea too together. It's so much to talk about. And all the tea that is coming in is peeping hot. So once again, like I'm telling you, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go subscribe to my podcast and like, follow, comment in all the fun stuff that we do in social media platforms like Twitter and Instagram. Okay, guys. Bye, besties. <laughs>